Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Wow. All right, so this is your host, Ray Tucker. And Jay Jones. And as you can tell, we, we are still here on this earth rocking with you guys, and we haven't been stabbed by our wives yet. No. Um, Wait. Yeah. What? Did I say that out loud? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I was saying, uh, I didn't know if you saw the knife in my back. All right, let me quit. <laughs> let me uh, quit playing. Yeah, we're just playing. We had to lighten it up a little bit because last episode was very heavy topic. And mm. we record these episodes all in one day. So we try to have yeah. energy with you for each episode. But yeah, um, yeah so anyways. It, what that, happened to what our uh, person that was doing our wardrobe? I, I don't I don't know. I think they, we fired they, them. They, they probably quit. They, did they you know, quit? They probably rage quit. We keep you wearing know. the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm getting to that. I'm kidding. We never had nobody doing our wardrobe. Yeah. I'm just joking. It's a joke. Uh, my last episode, we talked about um, alternative sexual practices, which some are, of which some are immoral and others are amoral, meaning that they're neither moral and immoral, right. if they're practiced within a biblical mm-hmm. marriage. Today, we're going to be talking about continuing our conversation on sex, talking about preventing sexual immorality, right? And just right, and we're going to talk about um, some guidelines, some community guidelines, boundaries, mm-hmm. and communication. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. So I key verse right here, mm-hmm. Proverbs 6, 27. Oof. Through 29. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? Mm-hmm. So is he who goes into his neighbor's wife. Oof. Anyone who touches her shall not be innocent. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, I was a sailor. Mm-hmm. That was me all day man. before I knew Christ. Man, that scripture hit different too when you read it and you have a wife. Because I was reading that scripture when I was single and I was a Christian and it still hit. It's like, man, that's disrespectful. But when you have a wife, it's like, man, that's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. You keep on reading in that text, you might run into what I might be if I catch you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you know, a jealous husband ain't nothing to mess with. I'm telling you, for real, for real. You know, and, and to contrast that with John 8, 1 mm-hmm. through 11, you know, the woman caught in adultery. Right. You know, if you're doing these things, again, we're not here to condemn you. Right. Because what did Jesus do in that situation? He, did, he didn't condemn her. No, he didn't. You know, if you don't know the story, long story short, this woman was caught in adultery. Mm-hmm. The Pharisees, or I should say the religious order of mm-hmm. that day, religious leaders of this religious order of that day, mm-hmm. they... The religious hypocrites, you said. <laughs> <laughs> they dragged her out to the middle of the court, right. you know, to accuse her, right. you know, according to the Levitical law, to accuse her of sexual immorality and right. committing adultery. You know, what did Jesus do? Let ye who have not sinned cast the first stone. 
Mm-hmm. And what did they do? Mm-hmm. They had to walk those stones and they walked away. Stones, they dropped off. some kidney stones and walked away. Ooh. <laughs> that that story just just kills me because where's the man? Mm-hmm. Where's the man? You dragged this woman out to stone her. You're not even doing it right. They yeah. never did nothing no. right. Even when they were um, convicting Jesus of his crime, they did the court all wrong. It was at night. There were no witnesses there except for the ones that they snatched up. It was just done. He kangaroo court is what he went through. <laughs> they didn't do nothing right. Nah. Where is the man? Leviticus and Deuteronomy make it clear that the two should be stoned. Yep. Where's the man? Mm-hmm. Their desire wasn't to the, to purge the sin from among them. Their desire was to catch Jesus slipping. Yeah, they just want to be right. Mm-hmm. Not righteous. It's like, mm. <laughs> it's a it's Ooh. a it's a wide gap between yeah. good and holy. Right, right, <laughs> man. Mm. But moving on, we'll talk a little bit about community, right? Mm-hmm. And and having the proper community helps you prevent. Sexual immorality right. in all its forms, right? Right, not just one or whatever we're talking about, right? But in all of its forms, mm. you know. So let's talk about the Bible, right? Reading His Word, getting into His Word helps right. bring conviction. Absolutely. I remember when I first read about you know the story of Joseph in Egypt mm-hmm. and how you know if you don't know the story again, synopsis, right? So Joseph he's sold into slavery by his brothers. Mm-hmm. You know, they were living in, um, correct me where they were living at first. Ooh, I can't even I remember where they were living. But I could be wrong. I was it. thinking that. Yeah. I was thinking that. Probably. But anyways, he was sold into slavery, sold mm. down to Egypt. You know, um, not going to get into all details there, mm. but he was sold into slavery. Mm. He was, he ended up in slavery, in jail, mm. working in the jail. He mm. worked his weight up. You know, God had favor upon mm. him. You know, he was doing his work mm. and God was just advancing him. Mm. You know, even in prison, he had it easy. Mm. You know, mm. <laughs> there's a movie I'm thinking of. I ain't going to talk about that. But anyways, <clears throat> he had it easy in prison, right? Mm. And um, he was like leading the prison. Pretty much the warden was like, you know what? I'm going to second, second in command. You know, right. going to go ahead and run things. You know, mm. here, why not? Mm. Um, so basically, he, he get, God has a favor upon him. He, he, he levels up, mm. right? Next thing you know, he's in the governor's mansion. Mm-hmm. Right, he goes from prison to governor's mansion, mm-hmm. and the wife sees him. Mm-hmm. The governor's wife is like, mm-hmm. "Oh, mm, yeah, wait. I like this." Wait, 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 wait! I'm trying to remember now. You got me thinking. W- wasn't that what landed him in prison? <laughs> no, wasn't oh. that what landed him in prison? No, the dreams landed him in prison. No, he was interpreting the dreams that got him out of prison. Both, it got him in prison and, and out of prison. Am I trip? I could have sworn he was thrown in prison because of the situation where he fled uh, from her trying to sleep with him, and then the governor threw him in prison. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're okay. Right. I, I'm, yeah, no, I'm I, 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 I remember it right. out of order, right? Because, uh, but anyways, it's been a long time since I've been. No, nah, you're good. I'm following you, and I'm like, wait a minute, ain't that what got him in prison in the first place? Because then I start thinking, I'm like, hmm, you know, because this is my brother. I trust my brother. Yeah. I know he know the word. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, hold on, ain't that what got him in prison? Uh, anyways, I'm, the point I, we're I'm getting at, the order of the <laughs> we get into the, uh, the him the, fleeing sexual the, immorality. Yes. yes. So, uh-huh. so he did the righteous thing, right? Flee sexual immorality, <laughs> right? And then landed him in jail. Well, then again, MLK said that, right? Yeah. The only place for a righteous man in a wicked land is jail. Ooh. I'm probably saying it incorrectly, but Ooh. still the main point. It still hit hard. It still, it still hit hard. And he ran up out of his coat. 
Like yeah. he got up out of dodge. Man, he, he was t- like a pume. He is fleeing sexual immorality. Ain't nothing faster than a pume. No, ain't nothing faster. I think <laughs> I think about the uh, Scooby Doo after image when they run, but you still see them in the little, smoke. Little dust of smoke. He took <laughs> off. He took off, man. And are we doing that? Uh, are are we fleeing not not even just sexual immorality, sin in general? Are we taking off like that to get away from it? Mm. Not all the time. We should be, mm. but we're not. Right. You know, another thing that helps you know keeps you accountable is the church. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially if like again, if you're a professing Bible believing Christian, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that. Oh, I can't. I don't want to go to church. Well, I don't right. need a church. Right. Like this is what. The Lord has instituted. You can't tell me that we are the body, right? Mm-hmm. And I love that imagery because if I were to cut off my hand right. and just put it over there, you wouldn't be like, oh, well, I'm a hand. I can function by yourself. Like, no, you're going to die. Straight on ice. Like, it's <laughs> useless. You know? right. it's, it's, there's no value right. in a hand severed from the rest of the body. In the words of uh, Cedric Harris, my uh, first pastor when I uh, ended up getting saved, he said, there's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. Yep. It's not going to work. Not going to work. You Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> you come to all these weird conclusions. Man. Get with the church. You know, on the accountability thing with the church as well, not just having an accountability partner, but also having people who going to come and hold you accountable when you are caught in sin and transgression. And we see that with church discipline. One person comes and they, hey, you know, you got this sin going on, you know, repentance, Christ, you know, we're living for him. You don't listen to him. Cool. I'm going to bring two more brothers or two more sisters. We love you. We want you to repent. Mm -hmm. And we're going to come and we're going to charge that sin against you and say, hey, this is what's going on. You need to turn away. Then if you don't listen, we're going to take it before the church, the family, because the family loves you and wants you to turn away. And then ultimately, in the end, if that individual doesn't turn, then we'll put you out. Now, I do believe there are levels to going that far. You know, there is that grace and accountability and walking yeah. with someone. And, but that also is another form of accountability. And, and the thing about <clears throat> that, that whole situation mm-hmm. is. What the Bible conveys is that we treat you like an unbeliever. Right. 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 That means that what do we do with unbelievers? We invite them in. We evangelize them. Exactly. We invite them to our dinner. Like Jesus ate with sinners. Right. right? That means we still evangelize to them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if we're treating like an unbeliever, that means you're not going to be sinning outright, prideful of it, Mm -hmm. and then leading. Mm -hmm. No. Right. That's that's part of that. Right. And ultimately, anyway, when we see this in Paul's language, when we're putting the individual out, the hope is that in that process, that within that sin, it, you will come to a point of repentance. We want you to come back. Yeah. You know, you, you, your family. Yeah. If you it's were that, serving and, and now you miss serving whatnot, mm-hmm. and it's like, well, stop doing the sin. And exactly. You're welcome back. Yep. And there are some sin. We even go as far as you're not coming into the assembly. Yeah. We you're not even invited here doing all that. <laughs> well, yeah, if if you're into you know pedophilia, that, that's that, that's the yeah. one I was thinking in my yeah, head. You're not, you're not you're coming not, here. <laughs> you're, well, you're definitely not going to be serving the preschool ministry. Um, but uh, another thing that that helps guard you against <laughs> sexual morality is prayer. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. Like prayer brings about clarity and mm-hmm. repentance. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be individually, corporately. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing that happens in the kingdom of God without prayer. Right. Like I I full heartedly believe that, you know, Mm -hmm. our Um, weapons of warfare are not carnal. Yes. 
but they are divine and they bring down strongholds. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that sexual immorality is definitely a stronghold on someone. And yes. prayer is one of those uh, weapons that we have. And the righteous prayer, uh, the prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Absolutely. So I'm saying it in the Absolutely. King James version. But, uh, <laughs> hey, some, we can't get away from King James, no matter what <laughs> version you got. Or how do I trade like that in today's vernacular? The, right, the prayers of a, of a righteous man, of a holy man, right. you know, will prevail. Right. Exactly. You know. right. um, friends and family also bring support. Yes, too, they do. You know, mm-hmm. and again, not everybody's. Not everybody's in-laws are actually in-laws. Sometimes their in-laws are outlaws. I get it. You know, but <laughs> you have to surround yourself with the right friends and family. Yes, you do. That, that are rowing in the same direction, especially mm-hmm. if you are a professing Christian. Mm-hmm. You need to be linked up with other brothers and sisters in arms, mm-hmm. kind of like that uh, Greek phalanx. You know, mm-hmm. always guarding the person to your left with mm-hmm. your shield. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're out there in the open by yourself, I, I love the imagery. I don't say I love it, but I appreciate the imagery right. of the Bible that talks about how Satan is firing, the, uh, uh, launching off these fiery darts mm-hmm. at us, or like you know, basically fire fire arrows right. at you. And mm-hmm. if you're out there by yourself with a shield, and and just like in 300, you got these arrows flying at you from all mm-hmm. all angles. Mm-hmm. You can't defend against that. New, gotta have old Raymond to the right behind me. Got his shield, and mm-hmm. we covering each other back up. Yep. It's my brother right here. Amen. Amen, amen. Um, moving on. So moving on about it, <clears throat> right? And these are some things that are hotly contested. Oh, my God. <laughs> we need the boundaries. Oh, man. Going back to the origins. I'm going to keep going yes, back. I'm yes, on it. Boundaries were set in the beginning. Yep. We were made to have boundaries. Yes, sir. And we need them when it comes to this. Yes, sir. So when it comes to personal relationships, all... Caution should be exercised between all relationships mm-hmm. outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Too many times these pitfalls happen because, you know, oh, I got this, you know, childhood friend, you know, it's okay. We've been friends from <clears> childhood. <throat> mm-hmm. But you're married now. Exactly. You know, when, 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 how did Paul put it? You know, when I was a child, I spoke of a child. I thought of a child. I did things of a child. But when I became a man, I put away childhood child things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're not in the covenant with that friend. No. Hmm. No. And one of the things that, that really irks me the most is the work relationships. You know, people, oh, I got a work husband. Oh, I got my work wife. Mm-hmm. Listen here, Christian. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> exactly. You working You working on getting no. caught up in sin. <laughs> Just, oh, man. man. And you're developing emotional, um, you're developing an emotional relationship with this person. Right. You know? Now, if that person's not here, it affects your entire day. Right. Now, I get it to a degree. Yes, people are like that. Someone that's not around, they're just bubbly personality. Mm-hmm. And it, yes, if they're mm-hmm. not there, it affects your day. I get it. Mm-hmm. But when you're taking it to an inordinate extreme mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, this person, this is my world. Mm-hmm. When you're sharing intimate things with this person that you should only reserve for your spouse, mm-hmm. you're crossing a boundary here. And some spouses will let you know. I know one named Jocelyn Jones, and don't get too bubbly with me. <laughs> <laughs> she might go. <come> <laughs> <laughs>